y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the case against Adnan Syed. Yes. Shrill. Five feet apart and giant little ones. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? How's it going? How are you doing? Hey, it's Nikki Watsky from the movie Hairspray. How are you doing? Great. Really? Yeah, I'm okay. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yep. You're not wearing green. No, don't pinch me. (laughs) I don't like being pinched. Well, I wasn't really going to pinch you. I wanted to pinch everybody at work all day. Are you covering your chest? Because I feel like my nip, I mean, my chest is out. Nibbles. Your nibs. (laughs) I'm wearing a tank top. It's 9,000 degrees outside and in here. Because I made corned beef (laughs) on the hottest day of the year. Why is it so hot? Global warming. Okay, here's the real question. What is the difference between cocaine and crack cocaine? I think crack is like a cheaper version. Not cheaper, but like less pure. And it's notorious like amongst poorer communities. Mm. Hence, like, remember when Whitney Houston said crack is cheap. Oh, Oh, okay. You know, like, Coke is the thing that, like, the rich people do. Mm. They don't do crack. You want to know something I've learned from working in retail? What? Rich people and poor people don't ask for their receipt. People that are middle of the road ask for their receipt. Do you ask for your receipt places? Never. But I'm poor, so I don't count. But, like, people who have money never, who's, like, spending thousands of dollars, they never want the receipt. Yeah. People who are obviously, I don't mean to say poor, but are obviously not as well off as others. Yeah. They never ask for the receipt. It's those, like, moms with, like, the Mickey Mouse shirt. Mm -hmm. the Who have, like, eight kids, like, who are trying to, like, keep (laughs) track. Right. Which I guess is a great way of doing it. Yeah. Because at the end of the month, you're like, this is what my expenses were. I can, I think I've said this before, but I can tell who's asking for their receipt before they even get up to the counter. That's a good skill to have. No, it's not. What does that get me? Nothing. (laughs) Anything exciting happened this week in your life? (sighs) Visited Santa Barbara with Patrick. Cooked my first corned beef, which is cooling down right now. What is corned beef? I think it's just like a cheap cut of beef that's seasoned. Okay. It's like very, it's a cured, I think. It's like salty. Mmm, salt. Yeah. Um, I went to two, listen to two bands. The and Dallas then saw and, Grace and Chance. Oh, that's right. Yes, you went to three concerts. In one week. That is a lot. Oof. I'm tired. Who was the best? The Dose. Okay. The Dose. I mean, I have to say that, don't I? Yeah, because we're friends with them. But Grace and Chance, well, like, r- once I was reflecting on it in my home, yeah. I was like, he was a good time. Don't ever need to see him again. No. I mean, Unless like, he's, like, world famous. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, if his music got better. Like, if his, this CD blew up, I wouldn't need to pay it to listen to him sing it again. No, 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 no. He didn't sing Unfriend You, though. No, but he did sing the two songs that were not on this album that we like. Yes. Yeah, that was great. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the case against... Adnan, say the last name. Sayed. I had forgotten already. Yeah. It's a new HBO docu-series, four parts. The first part came out last Sunday. It comes on once a Sunday. It's about, it was, it's based on this podcast that came out a few years ago called Serial. It's not as popular as ours, but <laughs> some people like it. Um, and what are we getting in HBO documentary series? I would scream. 
Oh my gosh! Just so that they could put our little icon next to Sex and the City, <laughs> I would literally be dead on HBO Go. Oh, I would be. I, I'd <laughs> screenshot everything. Um, this, so it's basically like every other docu series on the world about murder, true and crime, a true crime. It follows that trend, right? I was. I forgot what was the one that we loved about the guy who like confessed at the end. Oh my god, the jinx. That really was the one who like kicked this off. Oh yeah, totally. Um, it's about this girl who dies when she's in high school mm-hmm. and they her boyfriend is still in jail for it. Mm-hmm. And the podcast is ten episodes. Yeah, I think so. And they've boiled it down to four episodes. Exactly. Did you we figure out does the woman who does serial, is she somehow involved? I didn't look it up. Patrick? Can you Google that? Sarah Kaning. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. I felt, I felt like a fool because I had never heard anything about it. Well, I, knew, I had told you briefly about it. Yeah. But like, I just, I, they're, you know, the first 30 seconds, first of all, they did that montage about how the podcast blew up. I was, I had full chills. Oh yeah. She won um, a Peabody award. That's insane. None of the people involved were there. Just her. Who would be involved? The lawyer lady. It's. I don't think so. She's Again, the one who sa- got the podcast I know, happening. I know. It's the same thing with Oscars. You're not inviting up the real people that you played onto the stage. You know what you I mean? You should be. I mean, Julia Roberts didn't even thank Aaron Brockovich. She exactly. forgot. Exactly. Can you imagine? Poor Aaron. Um, you loved it? I loved it. I wanted... I, first of all, it's weird. I have like a love and a hate with binge watching things mm-hmm. because... I love to watch it all then. Like the finality of it. But I hate it because it's over in five minutes. Right. So it's weird watching this because I just immediately wanted to go to the next episode. Yeah. But you have to wait a week. Yeah. I do like that it's more traditional. Yeah. My mom, I think, was the first person who told me about it. When did that blow up? Like 2014 or 15. It was really like the first big podcast, I think, in general. Well, that's what they, were, he said on yeah, the thing. He where it was, like, really global, and people were talking about it. Global. Global. But then I started listening to it when I started my new job, mm-hmm. and I had to sit in the car forever. And I finished it in, like, three weeks. Wow. It's a great... Are they all still story. online? What do you mean? That whole podcast, or did they take it off? Oh, no, it's still on And Apple this podcast. serial is now in how many seasons? Three. So the second season's about that guy, Bo Bergdahl, who I told you about, who, like, left his military camp. Oh, yeah. And got captured and was kept for, like, five years. Mm. And the third one is about, like, the the court system in Ohio, I think, where she's just, like, talking to different people going through the court system. Which was good, but the first one was the best. The second one was great. It's basically like like that. Have you... I mean, having listened to the podcast and now watching the show, Mm -hmm. does it translate well? Did they like? Did you feel like they were rushing? No, not at all. And I like it because I'm now more familiar, and it's putting faces to names. Because yeah. all the people, all the friends that they're interviewing, were on the show. But I was just like, I never knew what they looked like. I didn't know what Robbie looked like. It's fascinating. I love her friends. Yeah, they seem like very nice. People. And it's still think about her so fondly. Yeah, you know, it's sad though. The only thing I'll say because I don't want to give anything away is it is nuts so far. That they immediately went for her ex-boyfriend and didn't go for her current boyfriend, who was a man in his 20s dating a high schooler. Right. In my mind, that would be the immediate lead. It was also fascinating hearing people say lens crafters over and over. And the thing, like, there are already bits of information that are 
on the show that weren't on the podcast. Okay. Like the mom of the boyfriend was the manager at Lens mm. Crafters. They did not talk about that in the podcast. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's all, and when we, we listened to it in the car with Patrick this weekend, driving to Santa Barbara, he didn't, or he thinks it's crazy that it was high schoolers. Yeah. That's a, a weird part of it, I think. That too. is sad. Twin um, <laughs> The only thing I'll say, and I'll, I said this to you already, is it is sad, just like making a murderer yeah. and this, it's sad because you have to remember these are real people that died. Exactly. So, like, her family now has to sit back and watch her murder mm-hmm. be basically, not Retold. exploited, but, yeah. like... Retold, it just like making a murderer, yeah. and in making a murderer, we were celebrating these two people that most likely had something to do with our murder. But Robbie made a good point and said, in retelling the story, they're still also eventually trying to get justice for her family exactly. because they truly don't believe that the guy that is involved at none, yeah, did it. It was also interesting hearing her be critical of the podcast, yeah. and I liked that. I was like, yeah. oh, she's real. Yeah, if I get in trouble, call her. <laughs> I don't think she'd represent me, but, like, just... No, she does what, like, human rights stuff, like immigration law. Lawyer. <laughs> law. Law. Immigration law. Anyway, I can't wait. I'm already excited. It is very good. Three HBO, more, and that's it. Exactly. Watch it on HBO. The next thing we're going to talk about is Shrill. Shrill stars... A.D. Bryant. A.D. Bryant. The guy from Girls. The guy from Girls, who was Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. And played Lena's editor. And played Lena's editor, which I'll get into. And I don't know any of the other people. They're probably famous. I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm trying to even think. I was sort of surprised how um, she didn't pop in, like, Saturday Night Live. Like, there was nobody, like, peppered in. Like, Amy Poehler. I'm sure someone will be. Yeah, of course. Like, Vanessa Bryant or whatever her exactly. name is. Exactly. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. Or what's the woman's name who does week, who did Weekend Update? Who's, like, ser- more serious? Who cares? I don't know. Um, okay, so <laughs> Amy Bryant's the girl from, the big girl from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. She, I mean, let's just, I mean, she is. No shade. Um... It's about, basically the show's about body positivity, it's like a slice of life, is what they keep saying. Millennial show. Yeah. It's basically her version of the Mindy Project. Did you ever watch that? No. Which don't. Just don't. Um, It's very much like girls, but like instead of it being like NC-17, it could be R. Yeah. Maybe even PG-13. Yeah. Minus all the F words. Right. Um, I think the problem with it, to me, first of all, A.D. Bryant is so likable. She's very likable. She's just, I, I, I don't remember what podcast, what's the guy's name who got in trouble? The Walking Dead guy? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. His, he was on, she was on his podcast and talked about her whole career, and I just thought, she see like, that is who I want to eat with. Like, yeah. I want to go to lunch with her and, like, just and sit and giggle her. for yeah. hours. Yeah. And she is so likable, so, even on the show, in its worst moments, she made it, the whole thing, watchable. Yeah. Oh, also, the mom and dad, they're famous. Oh, sure. Julia Sweeney's the mom, I don't know the dad's name, but in Home Alone. He's the burglar. Oh. Have you ever oh. watched Home Alone? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know what we're talking about. Shrill. <laughs> uh, so it's basically, she goes through the, it's only six episodes, which yeah. I found to be very off-putting. I guess it's just like dipping the toes, you know, trying yeah. to see if it does well. It's not 2004. Like, just yeah. do it or yeah. don't. Yeah. Th- 20, I mean, it's three hours. That's it. And it's over. 
I was like, huh? <laughs> when it ended, I thought, what? <laughs> like, this is, I was waiting for, like, the next one to keep rolling. Yeah. Um, but, so she's likable. That's, like, undeniable. The story, the first episode is the most typical 30 minutes or 24 minutes of TV you'll ever watch. She has sex with a guy who's a douchebag. She has an abortion. Yeah. I was like, okay. Right. Well, that is a... She gets her first big writing job. She gets her first big writing job. While those are all excellent plot points, every show that's just like this show has already done that about five times. Yeah. And Girls, while I think it opened a lot of doors for that types of TV show, it also explored all yeah. of those areas. Exactly. And the difference was... Lena, love her or hate her, Mm -hmm. whether it was a good season or bad season, she went there. Like, she always put her unique spin on whatever situation she was dealing with. And this show is, like, almost afraid to actually go there. Yeah. So instead, it, like, sort of does. Or it tells, like, a very bland, generic version of her story. And it pains me to say, I don't think she's a leading lady. I, uh, you know how I feel about, like, a lot, most funny women like that not aren't necessarily the lead. She would be great as the friend. Yeah. And I'm sure that's most likely what, you know. Yeah. I just also don't know that she necessarily has a ton of acting experience. It's, maybe that's what it is. So a lot of her, like, I there were a lot of moments where I thought, you still are on SNL. Exactly. You're sort of still going through the motions and, like setting up the punch in, like, a Will Ferrell kind of way. Where Will Ferrell, like, does a joke, and then there's sort of, like, a pause Mm -hmm. for the audience to laugh. Mm -hmm. I'm running out of breath. And she (laughs) does the same thing. Yeah. But, like, if things are actually funny, you don't need to set it up for us. Yeah. You can just, like, do it. Right. Also, I told you this yesterday, too, but it's sort of annoying that it's a show about, like, being, accepting her weight, and, Mm -hmm. like, she's struggled with her weight, and... Blah, blah, blah. But then, if you're in L.A., the billboard they have of her is, like, crazy airbrushed. Well, of course. And, like... What are they going to do? Just leave her up there like that? Yes. No way. Or don't have her in a bikini or a bathing suit, maybe. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I don't know. I was just like, isn't that the whole opposite, like, of the whole point of the show? It was fine. The more I watched it, if you want to watch it, I don't think you will. No. But if you want to, I mean, like, it was fine. I liked it. If it comes back, I'll watch every single episode. But. Mm. What did it, like, fulfill? Exactly. What, I was what, what excited whole, for it. I yeah. was hoping it was going to be good because I really do like her. Yeah. She's a book coming out, and I'll definitely read that. Like, I will root for her. I did laugh out loud at the Rosie O'Donnell joke. She has a lot of good jokes. Yeah. It's just the storyline is so bland. Right. And also, like. The boyfriend is not a good guy. No. And that alone is boring. Right. And they spend the whole season, six episodes of that, you can call that a season, like sort of going back and forth of her trying to like be with him and not be with him. And I was like, but what does that say about you? Right. Like, I don't know. And like we talked about earlier, Homeboy is the, her editor and he essentially plays the exact same character as he did on Girls. So if you're yeah. wanting to not have that comparison, yeah. maybe, like, don't cast the same people in the same parts. The last thing I'll say, Girls, right out of the gate, first episode, filled, like, some kind of weird void in my body. Yeah. Where, like, I laughed and I felt her pain and I was like, I could relate to her. Yeah. Even as a guy, I don't relate to her as A.D. Bryant as this character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do and I don't. It's just, it's not believable to me. Yeah. 
No thanks. Yeah. Um, but it's on Hulu if you want to watch it. Six episodes. You can literally watch it in, in the day. afternoon. Yeah. That's true. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Five Feet Apart, which Adrian will not see. Nope. Five Feet Apart is based on a book that just came out, so we're still not sure if it's actually based on a book or if they wrote the book postscript. <laughs> Did you ever read the one, the only book adaptation book that I've ever, movie adaptate, movie into book <laughs> that I've ever read was I Still Know What You Did Last Summer by Lois Duncan. Was a movie and then they turned it into a book? I think it was like, they basically like, she was the writer for all those movies. They would put out like a book version of the movie. Oh, interesting. I wonder what happened to good old Lois Duncan. <laughs> Probably still making money off of Patrick, her. Patrick, Google Lois Duncan. Something weird happened to her. Uh, is she dead? Okay, <laughs> Five Feet Apart is about two kids, two teens who have cystic fibrosis. Right. One of them is, I don't remember her name, but she's in Edge of Seventeen and a bunch of other movies that I can't think of. Something Haley Lou, is that it? Haley Lou Richardson. Yes, and Cole Sprouse is the boy. First of all, and they fall in love, they can't be closer than six feet, but she reclaims one foot. Uh, and they hold a pool stick that's five feet. That's so dumb. But luckily the whole <laughs> movie, they dumb. go in and, it, like, they certainly get closer than five feet all the time. But then they'll, like, I'm like, are we just not going to acknowledge this moment where they were, like, standing right beside each other? Right. Um, they both have, have cystic fibrosis. They're in, like, this wing of a hospital, and they meet each other and fall in love instantly. Um and it's sort of about their health struggles and him, like, not wanting to live. And, uh, yeah. It <laughs> follows that whole, like, teenagers that are sick thing, like, falling our stars. And, like, what was the like, other thing? Everything, everything. Yeah, how many times could that story possibly be told? I could watch it two more times, I, I think. Okay, is it a good movie? No. Does it do what it needs to do? Yes. I think if you're under the age of 18, which I certainly am not, it, you're going to like it. And if you're a woman, I'd say I highly recommend it. It's like the best Lifetime movie you'll ever watch. Or not even. But so it's why like is a it a good theaters? Lifetime movie. Oh, because, I mean, there's plenty of terrible movies. The Box Trolls was in theaters. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just not that serious. But, um, yeah, I, it didn't do everything that I needed it to do. I thought she was great. I thought he was great. And they had really good chemistry. They definitely made out. That's what I'll, I won't say anything more vulgar, but like, yeah, they definitely were into each other. And she has a friend, he was funny and quirky. It checked all the boxes that it needed to check, it just didn't do anything else. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought it was fine. And also, but I mean, I absolutely sobbed, I thought it was sweet, and I like those kinds, kinds of movies. You don't like romantic movies where Twilight. they like fall. Oh my gosh! You, how See, do you, you think like that's Twilight, good? Twilight, but you don't like anything else that's just like Twilight. Because I, in my mind, Twilight has like some kind of like artistic merit. Where behind it. in the way that it was filmed, the music, all of these other things. You know what I mean? I don't need to see some fake story that's already been told where people are sick and can't be together. Like I've seen it. A Fault in Our Stars, like you said. The other one where uh, a man lives in it. It's literally told thousands and thousands of times. No thanks. <laughs> Twilight. Um, anyway, it's a good time. I really liked it. But is it good? No. At least but you is could that admit okay? it. At least you could yes. admit it. <laughs> I think, I see, that's the thing. Is like, I, liked, I don't mind if a movie's not that great. 
if it checks a couple boxes, I'm like, I'll sit through this. And again, it pays. <laughs> Why for waste it. your tears? Oh, I needed that. I felt great <laughs> after. I was like, I felt refreshed. I just like strolled to the grove. There was a breeze on my face. I was like, oh, love. <laughs> Finally, we'll talk about Giant Little Ones, which is a movie that was at Sundance. And literally nobody saw. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, here's what I will say about it. Something that I've complained to you about multiple times is I'm over gay themed films just being about somebody coming out and then the movie's over. Or like a boy and a boy or a girl and a girl kiss and then the whole movie they just sort of go back and forth about kissing and then it's over. And by kissing I mean doing other things. Sure. Um, and that's sort of like it. Because I feel like in 2019 now like there has to be more elements to that story. Which I think is why that movie As You Are is so good. Yes. Because there are complexities. Of course that's a uh, much better movie. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is about a boy and his friend who hook up drunk in the middle of the night and then them sort of like grappling with does that make them gay? Does that make them? And just sort of exactly and and doesn't really answer any of those questions. No. And I kind of liked that because at least if we're going to live in this world where we are now where like everybody just like every single famous person wants to say they're bisexual or they're whatever i'd like to at least there is some storytelling that leans into that a little bit i don't know i mean i did again was it it great was it great no was it fine yes i thought all the people were good i okay first of all the girl that you liked she's gonna be on that witches show on freeform the blonde girl? Yeah. Okay, she was good. She was good. The main boy was good. He had some really good moments. I that mean, doesn't mean he's good. wasn't always that good. The 30-year-old playing the 17-year-old boy that his best friend. Like that, he was terrible. Patrick's playing Love, Death, and Robots. What's Love, Death, and Robots? What is that? It's David Fincher's new show, I think. When does uh, Fosse come on? April. April? But it's, there's a four-year consideration poster, which I don't understand. For what? The Emmys? Emmys, because that's like in the summer. You vote. Weird. Anyway, this movie was bad. It was fine. I think it didn't help that, and Patrick made a good point. I mean, he's terrible when I'm terrible, but like I was laughing the whole time. He kept telling me to shut up. Yeah. (laughs) That's bad. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. It was bad. It was okay. It was a little pathetic. (laughs) I didn't think it was that bad. The last ten minutes were great. The music was great. Yeah, the But it seemed like a college movie. Like somebody made it in college. And I can see that. You know? It kind of seemed like it was, like, sewn together in five minutes. It'll be on Netflix in, like, two weeks. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to say about (laughs) it? Nothing. It was so bad. No, come on. Did you like anything this week? Adnan Syed. I can't stop thinking about that Parmesan episode of Ina. (laughs) Also. Um, Okay. The question of the week comes from Aaron, E-R-I-N. Hello. Aaron um, from Hungry Girl? No. Oh. Um, I know her last name. Norcross. Oh, I shouldn't say it out loud. Should we bleep it? Bleep! (laughs) Um, uh, Aaron, she says, if you had to choose one subscription service and cut the rest... What would you choose? I'm starting to think you make these questions up. Because we talked about it yesterday. That's just because I filled out the form yesterday. 
What's so I was reading at this. Uh, you mean your notes? My notes. <laughs> I, I have like a this, and I just delete and fill it in every time. So that's why I brought it up yesterday. So what is the question? If you had to choose one subscription service above the rest, what would you choose? I would do Sling. Yeah, that's really a blessing for y'all. When I finally get rid of Alana and live on my own, <laughs> yeah. I really want to, I think I'll do that. It just, it's the most sense because it's basically cable. Yeah, you can there's do, no difference. Do DVR, you can add certain channels on if you want to, and you're never paying over like 60 bucks a month. Yeah. So at the end, I think really at the end of the day, Netflix, I'm really only watching like five shows. There's way too much stuff that comes out so fast. Yeah. Hulu, not really anything I watch besides Real Housewives. I can live yeah. without that. But you could have Hulu and get rid of cable, technically. And have live TV? For like a lot of stuff, yeah. That's nice, too. I really never watch live television. Yeah. But Alana does a lot. She watches like, she's like your mom. She's on Food Network for hours. Exactly. Think of all the things we have, though. Hulu. What did you say? Amazon. Yeah, no, exactly. Netflix. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Music for me. Sling. There's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Netflix and Hulu, like, there was a point where Hulu really was not as amazing. No. But now, like, their movie section, they have almost as many mo- I mean, not as many as Netflix, but they have a lot of movies on there. Free Solo is on there. Exactly. I must have told you that. That's a great question. Yeah. Thank you so much for your question, Aaron. Really, we need to cut back. What's one that you could cut out right now? Probably Amazon. I don't pay for that. Oh, you use somebody else's? I use Alex and Sam's. Do they know that? Yeah, to- of oh. course. They, she gave me the password. <laughs> what do you think? I'm just like typing it in. Um, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Mine is Don't Feel Like Crying by Sigrid. what you do I know I should be holding my feelings staring at the ceiling but here's the truth wallowing in it would be such a Did you like the ZD? I didn't listen to it yet. Oh. It's great. Um, People honking. They know we're in here recording. They yeah. just want to say hey. Yeah. Um, my song of the week is called Champagne Clouds by Malia. M-A-L-I-A. Civets. C-I-V-E-T-S. Malia? Malia Civets. I like the celebration daily. That's been my situation lately. I know that I made it Take that wine and shake it Stand for the ovation, baby I don't need to say I'm sorry I'm on a Perignon safari Run on and get busy I'm good with my fizzy You can go ahead without me Cause I hit the money button and it all rains cloud Baby, careful when you do Cause you can't back down Once you made it to the sky You could trip and fall out Wave up on the long way down Center of the party, yeah, you want my life It'll come and let you out if you don't think twice Come up to my paradise You're gonna find me on this champagne 
Divots. How did you find it? Um, I honestly don't know. I think I was just scrolling through Spotify. Do you do what I do, or I just play on random songs? Yes. I will play 10 seconds of the song. If it's good, I'll add it to my playlist. I play. I usually just click through the new releases, but I t- like I told you before, they've changed how they do it on Spotify. They don't put a lot of stuff like on that new release page anymore. Got it. So, yeah. And also in their new t- Music Tuesday or whatever, uh-huh. or Friday, where they put like a song from each CD that's come out, they don't put the single so, like, a lot of times it's not really, like, a song I want to hear ever again. Yeah. But, like, the single of that person I might like. Sure. So I don't like that either, if you're listening. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, whoever's running the Christian music section needs to be fired because they update, like, once every two years. <laughs> I just don't get it. What's the point of having it? Um, and finally, no, this week you are looking forward to... <gasps> Tomorrow's HBO documentary... Is the inventor about that woman who lied about creating that. That's tomorrow? The blood test, yeah. That's going to be great. Everybody watch Mm. it. I'm looking forward to Us. Oh, yeah, and Us comes out. Which my phone autocorrected to YA. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I really hope it's good. It's going to be good. And Pet Cemetery got good reviews. That's going to be good. And there's a cat that looks just like the cat from Pet Cemetery that sits out in front of my apartment sometimes. So what if my apartment is haunted by cats? You better be careful. At least I like cats. Have you yeah. seen the old Pet Cemetery? Never. Are you going to watch it in advance? No. Have you seen the old It? Yes. And finally, your goober of the week. The boy who filmed the whole concert yesterday. Oh my gosh. There is a point where like, I'd like to record like a little bit here and there. I get it. I mean, like, Kelly Clarkson and I recorded at least two or three songs, but, like, she sang 16. Right. I don't, ne- I don't understand the instinct to film an entire concert, like, start to finish. Like, when are you going to rewatch it? First off, you're, like, trying to upload it to YouTube. We weren't at a good angle. No. There was some boy who used to look through his story uh-uh. that was, like, literally, like, here. Really? They were so up close. I was like, I don't even know that I wanted to be that close. <laughs> um, but. Also him for having an opener. If you're not famous, you should not have an opener. End of story. Yeah. Who's yours? Uh, Lori Laughlin. And, yeah. And also Fuller House for not letting her just be on it. Just let her be on it for five minutes. But they, she should have known they were going to cut her. They cut their creator, remember? Oh, yeah. When he, like, got in, they got in an argument on set or something. So they were, you know, quick to... <laughs> exactly. But, I mean... I guess she's not crucial enough to the story that it'll even matter. You probably won't even notice. But still, it's just, it's over. It's a missing piece. Can't they just let her be on there one day? The people who watch Fuller House don't care. (laughs) Yeah. That one, I'll say one more thing. Okay. I'm just going to stop it halfway through your talking. Yeah, (laughs) just pause. When I was watching Shrill, I thought, there's only like, 10% 10% of the world, yeah. like the, and it's that like same Twitter world mm-hmm. that speak, think, talk, behave like this. Mm-hmm. Like, we almost every girl who comes out with something in their like 20s, 30s, whatever, all have that same voice of like millennial, mm-hmm. like BuzzFeed girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure there really are that many people that behave, think, talk like that. No way. They just, and have that, the sex light that she has. Yeah. 
You didn't laugh when she went over the fence? Oh, of course. When she threw her purse. Oh, it was yeah. really what made me laugh. For some reason, not her flailing <laughs> her body over. Yeah. She's fun. Like, she is yeah. really funny. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo! Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.